Crystal Chronicle, the podcast for and about Sailor Moon Crystal. And here are your hosts, Makwachan, Yotana, Seiya, Yata, and Ranma. Hello, and welcome to the Crystal Chronicles, a Sailor Moon podcast dedicated to all things Sailor Moon Crystal. On this podcast, we will discuss the latest episodes and compare them to the original anime and manga. You will get our opinions of the series, animation, voices, and anything else you could possibly think of that ties into the greatness that is Sailor Moon. I warn you now that we will be talking about spoilers, so if you haven't seen the latest episodes, don't complain to us. My name is Mako-chan, and with me for this podcast is a group of people just as obsessed as I am about Sailor Moon. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hello. Hello. Seems we have the gang all together tonight. Indeed. Now, if we make yeah. sure Ranma doesn't accidentally lose this one. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are still writing me about that, aren't you? Of course. Well, you're not as bad as Alcrea, though, thankfully. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yes, yes, it is. But don't worry, I've been training myself to hit Control-S after every episode. Very good. Wolf. <laughs> oh, wait. Morale. Uh, so, uh, why doesn't everybody introduce themselves? Alright, I'll go first. I'm Dijeron Mess, and I host a podcast called Anime Jam Session with the talented Mako-chan over here. And I'm part of the Sailor Moon fandom because I like Artemis, I relate to him a lot, and somebody's got to kind of kick the senshi's tail around to get them back into shape, you know? Hey. Tail. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Yosinix, and um, I'm a huge, huge Sailor Moon fanatic, and been a fan since it first came on TV in the U.S., and um, in addition to that, I'm an avid gamer. Um, I study Japanese. I learned a lot of Japanese from watching Sailor Moon and from like actually living in Japan and all that. So Japan, 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 Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon. That's basically me. Um, I also write for a, a blog called GoRoboNow.com where I do reviews on the Sailor Moon Crystal episodes and um, some video game reviews from time to time. Um, I'm Seiya, and this is my partner in crime, Yaten. Hello. Um, we are longtime Sailor Moon fans, and we've been um, cosplaying for over a decade now. Um, and a great, a vast majority of our our work is in the Sailor Moon fandom. We do have other things that we like, but it always comes back to Sailor Moon somehow. Always, always. And we have a nice little. Um, uh, cosplay and prop business that again is mostly Sailor Moon based yeah yeah. we also specialize in all things Satamu now Lost Soldier's running through my head thank you <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> oh god oh and just as an aside I'm awesome and I got word fixed How'd you fix it? <laughs> I turned my keyboard on. Oh. <laughs> you sound like the users at my job. Yeah, um, I have, I have a cat, and she really, really, really enjoys sleeping on my keyboard lately. 
So I keep forgetting that I remove the batteries from my keyboard. So when she steps on it, it doesn't activate everything and turn my, you know, my monitor back on. So yeah, I'm sitting here and I, I, I was trying to comment on something in Facebook and I noticed that it wasn't working. And then I remembered I removed the batteries. You sure your cat doesn't have like a secret base somewhere or something, you know? Um, she is an all-black cat, so you never know. Well, I think for now we're going to start calling you Usagi. Hush you. <laughs> yes, and what is a computer network? A network full of computers. A network of computers. Thank you, Minako. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, besides my idiocy for tonight... Um, episode Act 6 We got a lot of tux This week So how did everybody enjoy the episode I think the screaming fangirls Enjoyed the fir- enjoyed a little bit more Than the rest of fandom did There was a lot of um, Varying I-, I guess you want to say uh, uh, Opinions About this episode Mm-hmm. And I mean a lot. Yeah. It was actually uh, quite surprising just how varying the opinions were. There, there it, were some continuity yeah, things that really annoyed us. Continuity errors that actually bugged us more than anything. I don't think the episode was bad. It was just not well thought out. Yeah, it had an awkward flow to it. Like, why did it go to the arcade t- two nights in a row and things like that? You know, there was a something something was off yeah. about the well, first especially half. Especially in the manga, they never went to the arcade. The only person who was in the arcade was Ami, I think. Right. Yes. Because right. Luna dragged her there. Well, so that was a little weird. There was some random Usagi passing out, like miles and miles away from yeah. where the battle was going she, down. She like suddenly gets dizzy, and then Toxie's there, and he catches her, and then she's better. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm the leader of, you know, the Senshi. And then she's like, wait, how do you know I'm Sailor Moon? Dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she's like, oh, I should go help them. And suddenly she's, like, jumping on top of a building because she's Superman or something. And, and then she magically floats away. And then she's like, woohoo, you're all healed. And she magically floats away. And then she passes out again, and Tux is there again, even though he was standing on top of the scaffolding watching. It was just... There was a whole lot of stuff going on that just didn't make sense. It was like, none of this makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, it wasn't bad. It was just, there was, there were things that we noticed that was like, that doesn't match up. And I realize that this is like, you know, a magical girl anime, but I mean, they, at one point they take a shot from where she's standing to show where the fight is. And it looks like it's a few miles away, man. You know, and it's right at the same time barrels bearing down on everyone. Which so is how another, the hell which is another one. Why? Okay, well, let, let, let other people talk, so... <laughs> I mean, this episode felt like an episode of PGSM, actually, though. It, it very much reminded me of, like, the, the live-action series, you know, like, you had Queen Beryl come and introduce herself way, way, way earlier than she should, you know? But, um, right. I mean, I kind of like that, though. I think it's cool. It kind of shakes things up a little bit, and, um, you know, 
it, it, there's just so many possibilities now. Like this is the episode that's the most different from the source, source material, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, is Zoisite heal? Like, you know, oh, this, oh, I could just go on and ramble about all that stuff. Right. Yeah, that, that was our biggest beef was that it was just a lot of weird continuity problems. That, yeah. That it, like, right. It's not that it wasn't, you know, it, in line with the manga. I mean, they're going to do what they're going to want to do with it. And that's totally cool. It's just, right. you know, make sure things flow properly. Right. That that was the, you know, Beryl was more like, whoa, what are you doing here? It wasn't, you know, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the other stuff. That was... But it was neat to see her in action, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And to see everybody else in action, too, using the elementals. Like, they had such domination yeah. over their powers. It yeah. Was, yeah, um, that, that was really cool, seeing those attacks, actually. It was inter- It was cool seeing Beryl in a very slimming corset dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dress. That dress. Yeah, I think even uh, Makoto's, like, blink, blink. Mm-hmm. There are some cosplayers who shall not be named who would still have a problem with that dress. <laughs> oh, loud. <laughs> okay, so um, this episode, there really isn't a episode from the original anime that can really even remotely tie into it um bits and pieces from what was used you know for this episode and in the manga was put into bits and pieces of various episodes from the old anime um so we can't really you know fully compare to the older series um the closest we get is the one where um zoisite hurts tux and um, they're they're riding up in the elevator together, and he mm-hmm. divulges on his past, and that's when she henshins in front of him. That's about as close as you can get to this episode in the original anime. Yeah, but that episode also pulls in what will be Act Seven, and what yeah, will sure. be Act Eight. Yep. So yep. I mean, they took what is two episodes in the original anime because that's i think what they portioned it out to and that's what four episodes because that's also the episode that we get minako so that's also act nine right so they took four episodes or four chapters of the manga and shrunk it down to two episodes in the original anime and not even very well right (laughs) like oh look we're going to give tux uh, a transformation sequence and not even a good one no <laughs> no oh look it's a rose and twinkle, then wa- twinkle twinkle no and as you watch your transformation uh, sequence you're thinking of taco putting on the ritz <laughs> I-, I think there's a a music video for that Yes, AMV yes, there hell is. maybe. No, I think this act yeah, I yeah, I've seen that, yeah. It, it's yeah, there there's something to do with that. Um but because we can't really, you know, fully compare it, uh it's got to be the bits and pieces from those couple of episodes. Uh was there anything that, you know, that you missed 
Obviously, there's. <laughs> Here's a rose. Like Change. Either. Oh. Sorry, yeah, I, I like that we're basically bypassing the whole... Because the Rainbow Crystals ended up being Monster of the Day kind of crap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that we're bypassing all of that. Um, I don't mind filler if it's the type that is well used. If you get real character developed, some mm -hmm. real meat potatoes in there. But most people don't do that. No, most of the time filler is used when the manga is not complete to... You know, basically, uh, just buy some time. Yeah, buy yeah. some time for the manga to uh, have more chapters out. Right, I.e., right. uh, the whole alien concept of uh, Anna. Doom tree. Yeah, the Doom <laughs> Tree saga. <laughs> but, you know, sorry, I actually like that. Yeah. I like that. I thought well, I mean, obviously, she must have liked the concept enough to take one of the characters and completely redraw him to be in one of the movies. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean she wasn't she wasn't exactly upset with it, but at the same time the movie kind of retold that entire arc very beautifully without having to make it about a uh you know, back and forth romance. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly um, incestuous, from what I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to pretend to be brother and sister. <laughs> until we're, you know, looking like aliens, and then we're lovers. Right. And right, there's your yeah. oh crap moment of the, ser of the first half of the series. <laughs> God. But, uh, like you said, that was also when we first got Venus in the anime, so... Mm -hmm. You know, that was something about the anime that was kind of sad, was, you know, there was really no introduction to her. It was just, hi, I'm Venus, I'm part of you guys. And I may and or may not be the princess. I may or may not be the princess, and Sailor Moon is the one going, wait, you were Sailor V, weren't you? And that the fact that we got an appearance of not Venus, but V, mm -hmm. is actually very cool. It makes me think that they're going to go, and they're going to continue with the storyline where... V is pretending to be the princess. Right. I still want to say the VOVA or something, but, you know, I can keep dreaming, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. And, and the fact that someone actually did a, a homebrew Sailor V opening on YouTube, that that kind of yeah. gives... Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. It's a lot better than Dragon Ball AF. Yeah. <laughs> so were there it. any points in this episode that just made you go, oh wow, I really like how they did that. Moon healing escalation. Yeah. It was pretty. <laughs> it was amazing. It was so <laughs> powerful. It's like, it was... wow. Um, because gas is funny. We like the way she farted sparkles across the city. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> she farted sparkles and everybody was healed. It was awesome. <laughs> sparkle farts, sparkle farts. They're all okay now. Um, I I think we brought this up earlier, but I really like the the attacks. Mm -hmm. The like right, yes. Mercury was kicking some. Yeah. yeah, she was using Mercury Aqua Mirage already. Like she's jumping ahead. No. So, but they didn't name it, so it doesn't count. I know. Well, I know. Whoa. That's the best part. They can get away with it. <laughs> yeah, I like that it showed that they could fight without it being, you know, a called out attack. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, you know, that they actually somewhat had control over their elements and all of that right. without, again, without it being, oh, it's a dire situation here. I'm going to shoot lightning out of my head. I mean, to me, like I said, this reminds me of the whole formula of Super Sentai where, you know, each member has that one super attack that they all that they do. And then they have like little mini attacks here and there. I mean, by now, they know their elements, so they can just easily just, like, throw, like, a quick blast here and there, but have to, like, focus their energy, you know, to do their special attack. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I, now that I'm finally starting to watch it, it kind of reminds me of Magic Knight Raiders. Oh, yeah? Because yeah. they, they have a bunch of little... I mean, as they grow, they still use their little itty-bitty attacks, but it, they're... they're they have to really, when they use the bigger stuff, they really have to, to concentrate. Yeah, for me, it reminded me of, of like the live action series of Sailor Moon. You know, like in there, they, they had a lot of like little side attacks in addition to their primary attacks. So, and then the fact that it's, you know, not stock footage or anything like that, you know, has been amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I hope to see more. I hope to see more, you know? Oh, yeah. That reminds me, speaking of stock footage. Why did she say she was going to punish somebody when no one was there when she henshined? That was weird, too. Yes. (laughs) That was so weird. Maybe it was a last-minute deletion, you know, so it hit the delete key by accident and then hit the render and went, whoops. I know. It's like, are you going to attach this to every transformation sequence? You know? It was a little awkward. Speaking of that kind of stuff... Um, we got a little bit more of the uh, animation cleanup. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys think of the change in hair color in the intro? Did you notice that? Yeah. yeah. I was very glad to see that. So that she wants that, that. You know, they're they're actually listening, like they're mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. following. You know, feedback on the episodes because that was a lot of like that that was a trending beat mm-hmm. you know what I mean like was her hair color so it just makes me wonder huh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or it's like that or, or the creator also yelled at them yeah. <laughs> she, she it's like a, Queen Serenity is not supposed to have yellow hair <laughs> right but it's I would not have just it's not that just the because it was light. Yeah, but it's yeah. not just um it's not just the color. They actually changed, you know, the whole shape of like they they put more detail into mm-hmm. it too. Right. Yeah. I mean, and her hair's to the floor and then some. I saw mm-hmm. that that was a new additive. They also changed her eye color, which I thought was weird, but yeah, it's kind of a really stupid pale lavender now. Yeah, mm-hmm. instead of that was weird, but I'm glad that the hair color's right. <laughs> yeah, like I, I was watch, I was looking at some of the comparisons, and they went through and they added shadow in the intro where shadow was supposed to be, and they cleaned up a lot of the stuff. So I'm really, really glad that they're, you know, that they're going back before this is going out on Blu-ray and DVD, and actually doing those fixes for the show itself. And also, right. and also in that same token, as like. Like, I can tell you, when you sit there and render video, it takes up forever. And then when you go back and realize you fucked up, and you gotta go back and make a change, it's not so bad because 
it's all there. The software is just going to just quickly go through it and then make the change and then finish out. You know, it's just which is probably why they were able to add more RAM. Because if it took maybe let's say they just render by opening first half of the episode, second half of the episode, then final episode, and then they just just kind of link it together. If the first episode, if the first opening took them maybe about three to four hours to render at the high quality, guarantee when they went in to do the edits just for that, it it probably took maybe under an hour for it to, to run right through it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they made the silver crystal look more, more like the traditional, you know, like... It looked like a lotus. lotus. Yeah. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's what it's supposed to look oh, like. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, they put a lot more detail into just the whole animation, and I'm glad to see that they didn't start slacking off in the episode itself either. Mm-hmm. But you know, now that I've seen this episode, I'm also, you know, uh, if you had asked me a month ago about um, whether or not Sailor Moon Crystal would be like, you know, first 13 episodes, Dark Kingdoms, and second half, you know, Black Moon, I would have been like, nah, I don't believe it. But now, I'm starting to believe it. It's starting to believe that, you know, the second half of Crystal will be the Black Moon storyline. See, and, the, and I'm glad you brought this up because I went looking on my Facebook. Um, a friend asked me a question in regards to this, and she said, so in some of the openers, it shows her having blonde hair, but now it's showing her as silver hair. What's going on? Is she having her hair colored now? So I had to explain that that's Queen's, she knows it's Queen Serenity. So I pretty much said that they screwed up and went back to the drawing board, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can, and from looking at the updated version, and then looking at the other screenshots, it's like, wow, that really is one one heck of a difference. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad they're doing it again while the episodes are airing, and not just waiting until the end. Right. Right. All right, so we've got our likes out of it, and I know Seiya and Yaten uh, started with some of their dislikes. Uh, Sorry. It's, it's okay. all good. Um, why don't you guys, you know, fully explain the dislikes, and if anybody else wants to chime in on, you know, because there were a lot of oddities between the this episode and the manga that I, I kind of understand why they did it, but at the same time, there's, you know, a question of why the hell did they do it? Yeah, I mean, one thing that stood out to me is like Usagi being tired towards the end, as as was mentioned earlier. In the manga, we had an explanation for that. She was under the spell of, you know, I gotta uh-huh. find the silver crystal, and mm-hmm. had her energy drain. But in the in this in Crystal, that there was no such explanation. Yes, as far as we know, if you're someone watching Crystal for the first time, you're gonna think, oh, is this just her thing? Is she always tired at night like this? You know, because this happened. Especially because they they've been setting a precedent. Uh, that's like the third time that she's mentioned being tired. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. It kind of takes away from her a little bit. It makes her seem a little weaker, and I'm not. I'm not down with that. You know. Well, at the same time, it's it's not the explanation that's in the manga, but she does go into the whole. You know, because she's tired, because she's weak, um, maybe she shouldn't be the leader, and she's right. questioning that. And it's actually, um, it's actually Tux that says, you know, I have no power. You're the one that has to pull it together and do this. Mm-hmm. And that's when she's like, you know what, yeah, you know, they, they're all counting on me, they all need me, 
and that's when she starts actually building up and going, well, crap, if, you know, if they believe in me enough to want me to be the leader, I'll be the leader. So, I mean, it, it's explained, but it's not, it's not really in a way that's just out there. Right. You really have to think on that. And, you know, I really don't want to have to think. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I like the, I like the explanation in the manga. It's just out there. It's, you know, right there. Yeah. And that the manga showed that she's, you know, she's human. Mm -hmm. She was also put under the spell from, you know, from Zoysite. Mm -hmm. And she became, you know, a pawn of all of that. And when the energy was drained, her energy was also drained. Right. So it shows that she's human, that she's just, you know, a regular person like anybody else. So I, I like that concept in the manga, too. Yeah, definitely. Me, personally, I don't think there was anything in this episode I didn't like. So, you know, I'm just, in, I'm enjoying it because I'm kind of looking at it from the point of, well, let's, first time, let's give it a run, you know? Yeah, well, my whole thing... Back. Sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. Um, my whole thing is, like, uh, like was said before, where in the manga, Ami is the only one that actually sees that there's something underneath the video game in the game arcade and now all of a sudden everybody's going that uh, that doesn't seem like it needed to be done you know we saw a flash forward for the next episode though and she brings him there so that may be something new uh, that might be playing and be important Mm, that's true too looks like this is the beginning of the episode where Crystal starts going more and more on its own little uh, parallel universe. Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, I wonder if, like, you know, Zoysite was definitely hit by the healing, so, like, you know, um, I wonder what, what an impact that'll have. You know, I think back to the live action, he was the one that had, like, his memories of the past and remembered who, you know, like, like who Tuxedo Kamen was in the past, you know, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, I wonder if they're going to go into that. Plus, in last year's musical, you know, Zoysite had this whole little romance with um with Ami, you know? So I don't know, they can they can take it in so many directions now. You know? Yeah, I would not mind seeing the fact that, you know, Zoysite was healed and starts to remember yeah. and that whole concept changes. I would really like to see something done with that. Be- mainly because um, you know, she had so much input in the live action. Right. And she had input in the musicals. Mm-hmm. So for both of those to have Zoysite being, you know, the one that remembers or being the one that isn't exactly all the way evil, I want to say, um, right. it, it, it's, it is tying in and it shows that, you know, there is definitely something coming up that she wants us to know about. Yeah, I wonder if Zoysite's her favorite, you know? And not for nothing, I I was for some, I was thinking when Zoysite would appear that he would be just like PGSM variant and try to get the generals to remember and turn on Beryl. For some reason, I thought that was going to they're going to try to throw that in there. Well, I mean that is a possibility yeah. for the next episode because the next episode is um, basically it's another Mamaru episode. Mm-hmm. The Mamochan uh, show. Yeah. It's the Mamotan show. 
I guess Zoysite's not going to die in the next episode. <laughs> well, I mean, if the other two haven't died, there's no reason right. for him to die. Exactly. And I'm wondering, again, just how you brought up, if that's because she, you know, is going to try and heal them. Mm -hmm. Because she would not have drawn the art of, you know, them together with the senshi if that wasn't a possibility, mm -hmm. you know? Right. Oh, man. Can it be, like, October already so we could see the next one? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, we have a lot to get done. No skipping ahead. Yeah. But... Yeah, so so back to some thoughts. Um, I did like the fact that um, Tuxedo Common mentioned the fact that he has no powers. I thought that was really cool. Well, that line is like straight out of the manga. Right, yeah. but I wasn't sure if he, they were going to go there because he, while it isn't a power, it, it, it is an aura that he saw the previous episode. So... It could be, depending on how you take it, it could have been taken that way. But he, would, when he flat out says, you know, I don't have powers like you do, it it kind of nips that in the bud. Yeah. But I, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I also like that. Um, you know, it, it was taken straight from the manga. I like that. Um, 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 Usagi directly referred to everybody else's attacks. You know, I feel like they often don't talk about each other's attacks. You know, but she's like, oh, I can't shoot fire or fog or electricity you know i think that's i don't know it just makes it more real to me for some reason you know like, but it just really annoyed me because her next line is well how did you know i was sailor moon really? i think that's more of a subtitling error though i think because earlier when she says i'm a leader she says i'm a leader but like in a not of the sailor sense she's just like i'm a leader you know and like i lead my friends or i'm a group leader i, I think i think that's a, a subtitling error like when I listened to it again, I was like, oh, okay. Stupid subtitles, you know? Okay. Well, like, yeah. Well, yeah, because we are not of the people that can speak Japanese. Yeah. So she might be just saying that she's, you know, the leader of a team, but she doesn't understand why. Right, and exactly. And she's not actually saying. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's, yeah, that's what she's saying in Japanese, but the subtitles are always like, you know, they're all over the place. I'm still not happy that they translate Yoma as evil sometimes, you know? I'm like, what yeah. is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, that would make more sense because when I when I read that in the subtitles, I was like, "What? Wait, hon. <laughs> yeah. Wow, hon, you're you're really smart, aren't you? <laughs> I realize I realize Usagi is supposed to be kind of derpy, but wow. But I mean, she always Whoops. seemed a little smarter in the manga to me, so that's why I was like, uh. <laughs> right. right. The one, uh, another thing that I didn't care for, well, I thought it was neat to see Beryl and everything like that. The fact that Beryl actually instantaneously pinned everyone to the ground. I'm sorry, but if I were one of the other three senshi on the ground and going, well, we're overmatched, and then Sailor Moon comes in and just sweeps the floor with Beryl, I'd be like, well, what the hell am I doing here? Uh -huh. <laughs> that would bug the crap out of me. I, I think it was the way that leveled them. Zoe leveled them well, knocked them, Zoe knocked them on their butt, but Beryl just kept them there, like, <laughs> kind of, kind of like Thor's hammer on Loki. Here, hold still. Dunk. So, and and I think it was Jupiter that said something along the lines of, uh, the, "This person is way beyond us." Mars then, said it. Yeah. Oh, Mars. Mars okay. Yeah, yeah. Like aura and that it was way beyond theirs. Yeah, but here comes Usagi. She shoots this at 
and just like I said, cleans the floor with them and barrel leaves. She's like, ah, and run away. Right. So with, with <laughs> that, that's toys. really got to be a kick in the morale teeth. Yeah. I, that's my only beef about barrel showing up now, right. because that's just. I mean, that's that's the the end of the day monster, you know, or the end of the series monster showing up ahead of time to be like, look, I can squish you like a bug. <laughs> <laughs> also, one thing I did notice how she was giving the other generals a lot of crap for their failures, and then she just like, and then when during that fight, she just picked up Zoicite and just like, yo, I'm out, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you if you if you if you're going to kill them, you're not going to kill them. I will. I will make them pay for their mistakes, type thing. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Were there were there any other likes or dislikes? As a whole, I, I liked the episode. I think, just like I said, there were just some weird continuity things. You know, that were like, mm, okay, guys. <laughs> I just like the fact that they've changed just enough to keep us going. Well, I wonder what they're going to do with that. Yeah, they, can, uh-huh. they could do nothing, or they could really run on a different tangent, as long as it stays within the allotted 13 episodes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So well, you're it, a believer it, as well. Well, I mean, so far we haven't seen evidence to the contrary. Yeah. Yep. Unless they're planning on taking that last set of 13 episodes. I mean, that, that, it's, it's either going to be filler, and that's a heck of a lot of filler, and they haven't done any of that so far to indicate filler, or it's going right. to be Black Monarch. Fair enough. All right. So is there um, anything that, you know, talking about the manga, talking about PGSM, um, is there anything that you would have liked to see in this series, in the episode, that you that wasn't in there, that might have been hinted upon, but not really you know, fully, fully shown. I, uh, just the healing of the people, because it would just explain a little better why she passed out at the end. Well, yeah. she passed out at the very end. I think even Tuck says that she spent, you know, oh, you expended your energy. Or something along those lines. But I, I think it would also just better explain why she was dizzy earlier. Because they left out that whole she got affected by the spell right. thing. That's it. Yeah. Okay, so once again, we have a bunch of people uh, bitching and complaining about a certain kiss. <sighs> so I now this. I laughed because in the manga, she had a little drool on her mouth. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, she was drooling. Yes, yeah, so now this is the second time that she is kissed while unconscious. Although, can you be unconscious and still have inner monologue? I think she was just, like, kind of, like, resting or pass out per se. You know, just conscious, you know, like eyes closed. I think maybe she was just... I, imagine what it's like after you exert yourself a lot. You just kind of collapse. The, the the lights are off, but someone's still home, you know? Mm-hmm. So she's just, she may not be physically be able to move, but she still has a bit of awareness about her. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because I noticed that that was a big thing. Again. Oh my god, he kissed her while she was unconscious. and This isn't right. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, didn't we just discuss this a couple episodes ago and nobody gave a crap? But, I, 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 you know, what, what, what bothers me is that people are complaining about this, but it was in the manga. It's like as if they never read the manga, or if they did read it, they're saying, well, it was okay there, but it's not now. You know, it's like, you can't have it both ways like that. I just don't think they ever read the manga. No, I don't think they did. Mm-hmm. We I wouldn't have... have... We would not have as many people bitching and complaining about the episodes in general if they had already read the manga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true, yeah. Like, a certain review site that wrote an interesting re- review that seemed like oh, they didn't sh- even watch the episode. <laughs> that was really bad. I'm like, yeah. seriously? You'll have to give us a link later. I think that was the one <laughs> linked to on Facebook. Okay, I must have missed it. I will say that I have a friend on my Facebook. I'm, God bless her. She's like, what do you mean the next episode's another Tuxedo Mask episode? What the heck is going on with that? I'm like, have you never read the manga? Whoops. <laughs> the next manga act, act is a Tuxie manga act. So, <laughs> guess what? It's following the manga. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, why don't you go ahead and read the source material? Before you go ahead and, you know, start bitching. It's like, check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, I gotta I gotta head out for now, but, um, you know, enjoy the rest of the podcast and stuff. All right? We will. Uh, and I'll see we you will. guys in another two weeks, right? Yep. Right. Yeah. See you then. Take yeah, care, with bro. Heels, and with more evidence that there'll be a Black Moon Saga. <laughs> 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 All right, later, guys. Got it. Later. So, yeah, I think that, like, um, the original anime is to the manga the way the animated Lord of the Rings is to the book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the crazy one from, like, the 70s or 80s? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I guess a lot of people don't realize that. Wow, you went there. Mm-hmm. I did. I mean, it's it's... You go back and you rewatch Sailor Moon and it's nostalgic, but you have to admit it's pretty campy. Yes. Yes, it is. So, you know... (laughs) And you can definitively see when they got more budget, too. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) When those sticks were paying off. So, you know, I guess a lot of people don't realize yeah, the creator was really pissed off about this. You know, not it's not her story Uh and you know this is her finally getting a chance to tell it i guess in a way because she's having you know such a big part in it and you know i just can't all of these people are getting upset are people who only ever watch the anime i think that's really more than fair so you know yeah, and most of them, most of the ones that are getting upset have only ever watched the anime with Serena. Ugh. Be dumb. Serena well, and Molly. If you watch any anime, any anime, they have a penchant for going back and retelling it. Over. Prime example, Tenchi Mew. Tenchi Mew, sorry. <laughs> They keep retelling it over and over and over. It's different every time. This is uh-huh. not new. 
Yeah, El Hazard did the same oh. thing. Yeah, they're also by uh, the same people that did Tenchi. Yeah. What a shock. Gee, shocker. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, my point is, it's even if you've never read the manga, it's a retelling. Yeah. Things are going to change, and you need to understand that if they're going to, why in the hell are you going to remake something completely and, and just do episode it, and for do episode it the exact same way that you did it the last time while the diehard fans are gonna buy it you're not gonna get anybody new into the fold and that's what they're trying to do they're trying to get the kids of the people that watched it 20 years ago to watch it now mm-hmm. you gotta put something new out there something that people are gonna understand and want to see uh, and speaking of the original uh, the original anime if we can briefly kind of compare and contrast you know more the difference of of the two series like I think it was like episode 37, 38, I don't, I don't remember but that's where Mamoru discovered that Usagi was Sailor Moon in that elevator in the do or die sequence whereas as I'm still staying by my point that he that Mamoru knew that Usagi was Sailor Moon since episode 2 I don't think so hmm in the original anime? No, uh, Crystal. Oh, yeah, and Crystal... Uh, in Crystal, I'm sure he figures it out pretty... Especially with the whole, did your cat just talk? Yeah, I yeah. think that was its first mm-hmm. clue. Yeah, that's what I was That's what I was referencing to. He knew since episode two of Crystal that who she was, you know? Or I mean, he had a really strong idea. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, going back to what you were saying about how it's, you know, episode 30-something that they figure everything out and then they figure out that she's uh, Princess Serenity and, you know, that Venus shows up. That's, you know, almost 30 episodes. But now here's now here's something. How are they going to handle the whole aspect of the sword and the suicide and this? That's going to be quite interesting. I don't mean to jump the gun yeah. like that, but... I think that some of that's going to change. I mean, with with that Moon Pride video and the footage you see... Uh-huh. I don't think she's going to commit suicide. I think she's going to turn into Sailor Moon. I think what's going to happen is you're going to find out in the... I stand by this. I still think we're going to find out in the Silver Millennium, she's lost everything. She walks up to the prayer tower and prays for the ability to do something about this. And she turns into Sailor Moon. Probably dies any... Obviously dies anyway. Uh-huh. But... You know, and, and we don't know at that point whether uh, Queen Serenity is dead or not, because Queen Serenity is the one who had the Genzui show back then. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. could be that Sailor Moon joins the fight at that point, and then she dies, and then Serenity, with a broken heart, seals everybody and sends them to the future. You don't, you know, that, that may be how that plays out. But rather than committing suicide, I really do think we're going to get a Silver Millennium Sailor Moon. Mm. I hope so, anyway. That's my, my fondest wish, because while I can understand Serenity's, Princess Serenity's suicide from the manga, I, it still sticks in my craw that Usagi, after everything she went through, tried to kill herself. Mm-hmm. That sticks in my craw. She, she was just... That was... Because there's a point that's made throughout the manga that Sailor Moon, Usagi is the reincarnation of Serenity, but she is not Serenity. She is very, very different. So, yeah. I can understand a, a someone who grew up in an idyllic place, fell in love, never had to want for anything, war comes, and all of a sudden she's lost 
everything. Okay, I can understand why she killed herself. Yeah. That makes sense. She didn't have the strength to fight. She she just lost it. But Usagi, throughout all of the manga, you know, I mean, yeah, okay, she's really, really devoted to Tuxedo and Endymion, but her friends are important, too, and she commits suicide? No. Yeah, that, that never really made sense to me. Mainly because, you know, yeah, she she knew she had her parents, she had her brother, she had her friends, which isn't, you know, isn't something that she had before, uh, in her previous incarnation. So it, right. I, ne I never got that. I I'm right with you on that one. I never got why, why go for the suicide route. Right. I mean, the only thing I can think of is it's just a, a cultural difference. And dramatics. Well, that because is, that, that's true, too. That's a Japanese thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you have failed, you're going to fall on your sword. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that, uh -huh. yeah, I never thought of it that way. I, I, I will allow that one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still don't, personally, I think Sailor Moon slash Usai is an extremely strong character. Like, personally, that's something I've always admired she, of she, her. She grows to be strong, She yes. grows mm -hmm. to be extremely strong. But, you know, I can at least say, you know what, it, it, you know, even though I personally don't agree with it, it could be just a cultural thing. Mm. Yeah, I never, I never looked at it that way. So I, I definitely, I give you that one. Yeah. So, speaking about future episodes, um, are you looking forward to seeing the next next episode? I mean, oh, yeah. I know that basically X six and X seven is you know one entity for the most part. Um, but are you guys mm -hmm. looking forward to seeing it? Is there anything that you're really hoping to see in the next episode? Uh, well. I mean, it's just a continuation. I'm I'm still looking forward to it. Um, basically, the next episode is the first act of the second book. So, well, we get we'll get we should be able to meet Metalia. Yeah, it's so that'll be interesting. And then I think we were saying that that Usagi is going to have a conversation with V through the computer or something like that. I'm trying to remember now. Okay. That kind of like what we saw in this episode, where you know he's talking through the video game, going, "You can do it." I think, I think she has a conversation with her. Well, we're obviously not going to have videotapes draining people. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played. Now, there's a thought they didn't use Tokyo Tower; they actually just used a regular broadcasting station. Yeah. That was interesting. Mm -hmm. Maybe to break the stereotype, because if you think about it, when it comes to big things like that, in all animes, what do they use? Tokyo Tower, case in point, first Tenchi movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah ev everything uses the Tokyo Tower. But I think that's mainly because it's such a central thing that anybody in Japan can kind of, yeah, you know, there. know where it is. And go, oh yeah, I've been there. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Which is again probably why so many you know American movies use New York City or places like that because yeah. it's it's so iconic and people just know it. 
There's another supposed showdown, and well, I, I'm just wondering how that's going to play out because we've had the showdown already. But you know, that's when we get V. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So it's, it's sounding, yeah, it's sounding more like everybody is uh, more excited for the episode after this one. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, probably. I'm. It wasn't, like I said, it wasn't bad. I still liked it. It was just there were a couple of things that were a little weird, a little off. I can kind of see that, you know. Maybe, again, they found themselves rushing and had to do this, and who knows. I, like, they said they're going to go back and make the, like, the proper changes in the Blu-rays. Who knows? Maybe when they go back, like the issue where there should be a character saying there and there isn't, maybe that'll be in there, you know? Maybe I don't the know subtitles gonna... will be translated better if they were mistranslated, like, you know, Yosinex was saying. Well, I think the subtitles will probably be done by whoever whoever has the rights. So Viz has the rights for Salem and Crystal. Yes. I'm guessing when it actually comes out on Blu-ray and DVD, they will probably go through and hopefully fix you know make I, things sound I, a little better i don't know because that doesn't make sense because this is translating sailor moon mm -hmm. toei is translating sailor moon crystal because whether you watch it on hulu neon alley or crunchyroll it's the same identical translation yeah well that's what that's what i'm saying whoever owns the rights for distribution which should be Viz. Yeah, Viz owns it, but but we don't, but here's the thing. The most likely part of the deal is they're going to use Toei's uh, translations. It's not like where they did with Ranma, where they went back and redid the translation. Because with that, it's been years since the anime has been out, so they're going to go back and do the remasters with the proper translation. I mean, that's uh, not necessarily true. Well, only because I say that because obviously if Toei is going through and re-editing animation, they're going to need they're going to need to do re-edits for other things as well. So while it might not be Viz re-editing the the subtitles, so it might be Toei re-editing. But I think they're going to go through because, again, they are doing this on an episode by episode basis. Well, here's another thought. They seem to be listening to, to people. So, I mean, if there's an outcry of, of problematic translations, they now have the time they need to go in and have somebody, oh, I don't want to say better, somebody a little more nuanced in the language. See, well, that, I mean, seems to be, that seems to be the big thing. We is... actually noticed a translation error, and we don't speak you know, a lot of Japanese, when they're down in the arcade, the bottom, the little secret lair, um, Usagi calls Luna an idiot. She calls her a baka. And it's translated and it's as translated you don't understand. You just don't understand. And she said, Luna no baka. True, but maybe it's the dialect and how she said it. I mean, that's, that's my only defense for it, because I guess, you know how... There's we could say right. something and we can interpret it different ways based on the tone, you know? Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, Trent, you don't you don't understand to from from idiot. That's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, I have a they feeling just like with the animation, they're gonna go through and you know re-edit some of or retouch some of the the wording because that's a hell of a lot easier than having to go through and re-render stuff. Mm-hmm. Then again, just... I mean, how long do they have? I mean, who is who's doing the translations first and foremost? And second, how long do they really have to get the translations up? Because if this is gr- being released over in Japan and simulcast and all that, and they're doing they're making all of this anime fresh within a two week period, how much time do they really and truly have? Honestly, to get the translations right. Honestly, they have plenty of time because here's the thing: the scripts are already done. The yeah, animators are just getting this done. Trust. I have a feeling the translators probably have the scripts like maybe a few weeks in advance, giving them enough time to knock this out. Well, they better be happy there haven't been any leaks then. Well, probably because it's pro. You know, it's the whole NDA type thing. And believe uh-huh. you me, ninety-nine percent of people who are under NDA won't break them. Yeah, because if they, especially with the Japanese, mm-hmm. you do something like that, you are ostracized forever. Yeah, and chances are there could be a, a penalty to whoever, and sometimes they could be like, you know what, you broke the NDA, we're going to, we're going to finish it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that is kind right. of extreme, but still. So I, I'm sure that Say and I were the only ones that noticed, noticed this because, you know... We specialize in an area where we actually make things mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. this anime. Oh! Her choker piece is a miniature of her brooch. I did notice that, mm. and I thought that that was weird. I did not think and that that was from... Flipped out. Because it's also, like, only... It's, it's like, half scale of her brooch. So that means that that... That choker piece is still the size of a a one of those fist sized jawbreakers. It's huge, it's huge. She's in the... Tuxedo Commons arms, and you see this thing, and it's about twice the size of her eyeball. It's like, whoa! I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch the episodes, but I'm pretty sure this is the first time that they've shown it like that. Mm. Any other time, it's just been a plain gold circle, right? Well, now, I guess because before, you know, you couldn't put in for detailing, but now that you got computer animation, you can zoom in and get that detailing. That brooch and her henchin. I'll throw it up on our forum on Facebook. I'll do a screen cap and put it up there. It blew my mind. I understand when when she was um, on the party episode where it was on her wrist, and we're thinking that that was a bracelet version of her brooch, which made sense, but, I mean, so... Yeah, when she was Sailor Moon, it was not. It, it was even bigger than the bracelet version. It was huge. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so. looking at um, different pictures right now. I have them up. Um, even before it was a, it, it was a rather large thing. I, was, I guess it was a large circle, but it never showed that it had the same stuff. I'm looking at I'm looking at Sailor Moon Crystal Act One, and Mm -hmm. it's got the little, the little blue, green, and red and yellow gems on it. It's got the moon on the choker itself. It's got the, and then again, it's just the big, 
uh, no, the it's big circle. It's a plain gold circle with mm -hmm. the gems around it, but it doesn't have the details inside of it. I'm talking about the star, the circle, and the pearls. Yeah, no, that's that's it's definitely something been new. It's always a plain gold disc mm -hmm. with the gems around it. Even that's what it was in the manga. But if you look at when she is in Tuxedo's arms and she's passed out, they give you a clear picture of it and it has the star and the pearls, just like her brooch. So we flipped out. I mean, it, we if you go back and look at the previous episodes, I mean, we're looking at the pictures right now when she first gets her upgraded tiara, it's a plain gold disc. Mm. It's huge, but it's a plain it's gold disc. It's huge, but it's a plain gold disc. So someone, they may end up going back and re since they've right. done the upgrade on the animations for this specific episode already, it seems like they may go back and put that on all of them. And if that's the case, God help us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like I said, we were probably the only, one of the very few people that noticed that because, you know, we specialize in a business where we have to make this stuff. So, Yeah. That, that just made me unhappy because the brooch that I made was such a pain in the butt. And I don't want to make a miniature version of that. <laughs> Not without a shrink ray. No, I wish I had one, but no. There, there's, it does not exist. So, yeah. Yeah, that's... I'm... I'm... The amount of extra stuff that they're going into and putting into the episodes now all of the extra detail is actually pretty awesome yeah. I mean it sucks for you guys <laughs> but, mm. but just the fact that you know they are listening to everybody and they're doing all of this stuff is actually pretty awesome <clears throat> and technology allows you to be able to do that now so that's mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Could you imagine trying to do this back in the day? They would have to edit a whole bunch of animation cells. That would blow. Yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else in this episode that uh, anybody wanted to touch on? I think we've covered everything I think in that episode. Right? <laughs> All right. Well, if that's the case, um, then I guess uh, we'll do our. Or our goodbyes. So, why doesn't everybody tell the listeners uh, where they can be found? All right. Well, you can find uh, me and Mako Chan on somewhere in Times Square with a cup, you know, ringing for change, you know. But seriously, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you you can find us with um, Ari Rockefeller and the rest of the crew on Anime Jam Session Tuesdays at nine thirty on the Fog Network podcast for food? Yeah, pretty much. You're, you've seen the ending to Project Echo. Uh, you know what? It's been so long, I barely even remember that that anime exists. Talk <laughs> about <old> anime. <laughs> I have the entire series uh, on DVD I, on my shelf. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I... I so... Would you stop that? Sorry. <laughs> Yaten, who has been diligently working on Sailor Moon Crystal earrings for our shop. 
Not just Sailor Moon crystals, Serenity's earrings, okay? <laughs> Multitasking podcast. Um, right. You can find our business page on Facebook. We are starlit.creations. And if you want to see our private cosplay work, you can find us at Kinbo, Kinmoku Revolution. That's bad. No. <laughs> All right. Um, so thanks for listening. Our podcast runs every other week, and we will usually be posted before the weekend. Catch us on iTunes and visit our Facebook group at The Crystal Chronicles. You can check out our website, too, at thecrystalchronicles.com, where we'll be posting news, information, and episode breakdowns. So Sailorman says, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Nar? (laughs) We are not starting this again. (laughs) I didn't do it. Of course, Saiyan never does it. Oh, God. (sighs) That was an accident. I swear to you it was. Fucking creamer. <laughs> and that's why I throw the towel. You're welcome. For more information about this podcast, check us out at thecrystalchronicles.com. Thanks for listening. Podcast no, Kariwai no message. <laughs>